Hello everyone, I'm Annie Gibbons and you're listening to Memoirs of Successful Women, the podcast where you get to hear candid conversations with fascinating women from around the globe who share aspects of their business and life journey, how they measure their success and what they have learnt along the way. everybody and welcome to Memoirs of Successful Women where today I have the delight of interviewing Pei Ming Sun who calls herself Sunny. She is a scientist who has spent over 28 years moving using her science and also moving through a whole lot of different careers when she moved from Taiwan to the US raising a child uh, becoming a single mom working in small business in the areas of real estate and trucking and restaurants she's done it all this lady and at the moment we are talking about food. She's become a food scientist and she's all about healthy mind, body and soul, making sure that we understand that food is actually fuel. So I look forward to talking to you today, Sunny. Thank you so much, Annie. It's so delighted to be here. It's like almost the end of 2020. We got connected and we have this fun podcast. So I'm so excited. Terrific. I'm really looking forward to, how about we start talking about where you are now? At the moment, you're all about, you know, the mix between Eastern and Western food science. Let's talk about what your business looks like at the moment, why you're passionate about it, and then we'll unpack the journey that you've had. Sure. Yeah. Well, I like to eat. I was born to eat. <laughs> but That's anyway, yeah, my mother said she never worry about what I'm going to just put something in my front. I'm just eating more. I don't have any problem with any kind of food. And I think that triggered me to think about like why I like them so much, particularly my mom. She's really cooking the home style. She mm. will go to the market and buy everything fresh and processed. Then it's like a homemade meal with no recipe. It's just there, oh. but it tastes so good. And she put all the attention to it, all yeah. the love and care in all her cooking. And I think that give me this instill, like I really think food should be related to the soul. Yeah, is that when you cook something, just like rush, rush, you just want to eat, and you don't have any emotions or appreciation associated with this work. People put it for you. I think you lost that connection. Mm. And I, when I came to the U.S., of course, I'm the a one poor graduate student. I got a lot of things to do. You know, study everything. I'm not eating. That's just put it away. You know, I just want to have like pizza, fried chicken, whatever <laughs> available in the dorm. But then I quickly figured out that didn't give me energy. I'm like so drained. It's like I have no way to move forward to a, a happy daily life. So move fast forward to today with all these challenges being through in um, the U.S. And I really figured out the fundamental for everybody's healthy life is need to start very bottom, like mm-hmm. your fuel, your nutrition, and how I'm going to fuel you up and provide your energy and also the mindset and the soul alignments to get your things done. And that is so, so much associated with why growing up. Mm. So I put those together, my growing experience, my science study, and also with my lifestyle problems. And then I think that I can help because that exactly is the trend, to be honest. If you didn't know about what's going on with the food as a medicine concept around the globe, I think everybody realized finally, like back to 5,000 years ago, the Chinese people already know that, like all the food we eat is not just give you the energy, actually they can heal. We have some nutrition we needed from some food can really boost it up, our healing ability to help ourselves. Other than go to find a pill or something, we have yeah. all this power and all the healing ability within us. 
you know, like today we have all the virus or something like that. Yeah, we are looking for the vaccine, right? But the bottom line is if you have a very strong healing powers, you're always happy, you sleep okay, you eat okay, you have a balancing the lifestyle, then really that is not going to be a huge threat. Yes, exactly. But that's the problem. Most of people, we're not balanced. <laughs> so we will have become threat. <laughs> We're all too busy and definitely unbalanced and, and not um, nutritionally uh, healthy. You know, we've got food. Many people around the world are eating too many calories, if you like. So you've got empty calories. You've got no nutrition in those calories. So you're actually overfeeding, but under, um, you know, um, energizing your body. There must be, you must look around the world then with your background and think, do people just not know? See, if you've grown up on fast food, if you've grown up thinking, I've just got to quickly throw something down so I can do something, you know, they don't equate food with actually the ingredients that empower their health and, 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 you know, mind and everything. Uh, it's yeah. just something to quickly do so you can get on being busy. Do you look around and go, where do you even start? Where do you start with people who have no concept of nutrition? Well, I, I have to say I'm lucky because I can have comparison. Mm. Like you want and not real one. <laughs> yeah. Like you grow out with a lifestyle, you never experience that that connection with the foods and the persons and it's become a little bit tough. But you know, because cooking is so aligned with our soul, because that is something you always think about what to make first. So yeah. that's aligned with the manifestation model. So you need to be be or become, like you knowing what you want to have first, right? Mm -hmm. Then you do it and you finally will have it. So you're not saying, but oh, I want to have this and do it and I become somebody. Mm -hmm. It is opposite way. <laughs> You know, but the cooking is totally aligned with the, the mindset, the visualization process. So you have to visualize what you want to have, right? And you cooking and you become a co-creator for that dish. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah. you finally can have the nutrition and your body really need. So I actually using the cooking model like this way to present it to people. They never eat that way. They never see cooking as a something can really help them to be self-care because most of people think food is just eat yeah. and I can you know it's like 20 minutes that's it but when I growing up my parents really make sure when we have emotional disturbance or we're not happy we're angry we are not allowed to eat we need to get in isolated until we calm down then we can eat because when you got this emotion problem your body's not ready to really do anything right. Yeah. You have negative impact. That's why we're not allowed to eat. Like I grow up like this, like everybody know that. <laughs> but I look around the world, everybody like angry, they threw food, they anger, they still eat. I say, whoa, this is yeah. so different. And also like the food for a lot of people, they think it's just, they want to have the taste. They want to have like super sweet, or the special flavors, then they will associate with that happiness. So they call mm -hmm. it comfort food, right? Or something like that, the texture, yeah. the sweet, the salty and all that. Um, that's the other problem I see. It is you too emotional associate with something and you lost that mindset about food is just our friend. Like this is what we need, but you become yeah. like, I don't eat this, I become angry. If I don't eat this, I'm not happy. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's emotional you don't even, Yeah, and you don't even think that far. You just suddenly get upset by something and the next minute you're eating a, you know, a, a box of chocolates or a pack of chips yes. or our body will you know, let us. Your body then goes and equates subconsciously when this situation happens, I then respond. <laughs> And, I, you know, I think it's not even a conscious thing most of the time. It's just, it's habit forming or it's just that your body equates one with the other. So, yeah. so yeah. what do you advise busy professionals, you know, when they, they say, I don't have time to take 
to, I don't have the time to be cooking like your mom did. Like, you know, it's, it's like, it's like a luxury, isn't it? You know, if, you know, and even I, as a busy mom of five, you know, I kind of, you know, my lovely son made a beautiful roast dinner last night, but you know, it's been hours there and you kind of go, oh, you know, I'd like to do that more, but I, my instant thought is I don't have the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a sweet tip for that. The first one is the time is really relevant. Like, what's your priority? You have the time schedule, you have an eating block or something that is your self-care time. That's why I mentioned about it. It's not only just for food, it's for your spiritual, your, your mm. relaxation. You have to have this gap in between a business, right? Like we yeah. are all like fighting, engaging stuff. But if you do that all day long, your body couldn't really relax. Then you become stressed, your chronic stress is building up by this kind of habit but if you build in the self-care which is eating nice or cooking simple meals and that become your self-care so it's perfectly aligned with your schedule you do need those things in between to continue to fight and to do your productivity work mm. and the second tip is we have so many things available right now you know, it's just like, you don't need to go to the cookbook or you learn how to cook. You just download and you know those things on your phone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, oh, I want to eat like avocado. What kind of avocados? <laughs> yeah. So it's really simple. And also I think people are kind of aware we don't need a lot of ingredients. So like five ingredients or less is good enough. So mm -hmm. look for those kind of simple, healthy recipe. You don't stress out. Mm. that much and the third one is really when you cook think about appreciation and gratitude and that becomes your really the meditation yeah again aligned to the self-care because self-care is important but that deeper appreciation with you know the fresh food and in those things and you align with that gratitude that becomes so powerful a powerful habits need to have so it's not really the time issue if you really think about this way yeah because you got you exactly. got time to do a lot of things but you can have time to do this it's just kind of programming in the way but i have to admit i cannot cook like my mom she oh, the whole your time mom's a legend <laughs> like you know the the previous generation right they just yeah. whole focus everything to cut the perfectly you know all that is like yes I, I, you know, I strive for the freshness and healthy and quick and delicious and feed my body. Yeah. That's my criteria. It's totally <laughs> not hers. <laughs> I think you struck on a few um, interesting points there. One is that perfectionism. It's like if it's not going to be really, you know, amazing or MasterChef level, it's kind of like, well, I don't have the time. Do you know what I mean? I'd rather get something quick or something takeaway um, than the time that I think it would take to, you know, make it so amazing. Uh, the other aspect I heard there was um, that time is, a, we use our time according to our values and our priorities, you know. So it, at the moment, if you're not taking time out to cook well, then you're actually just, you're not seeing that value. So it's actually unpacking for yourself the value of why you want to do that rather than, oh, I should cook more at home. You know, I should do more of this. Because then it's kind of like a task. It's kind of like I should exercise more. I should do, you know, it's a good idea. But if it doesn't come down to a root, uh, need of I want to do this so I have more energy so that I um, you know I'll ward off other you know potential diseases and and um, potentially cancers and things like that in the future if I keep my body well nourished if it if it allows me to be more sort of focused and in tune with my you know work and my conversations and things like that then suddenly it shifts the the value doesn't it yeah because exactly I for our mind to work, you need to have a certain rewards. Like yeah. if you want to have like effortless thing, you have to become a habit. The habit, in order for us to stick with it, this reward appraiser, that is very important. So if you like doing the, I never like to go to the gym, to be honest, I never do that. <laughs> when I do exercise, I have fun. I talk to people, you know, this is a community thing for me to yeah. do 
with the exercise. You just put me in the treadmill and do 30 minutes. Oh, I'm just like dying. It's just no fun. <laughs> so I cannot do that kind of style exercise because it's no fun for me. I feel like this is only the willpower. All right, I want to lose this. I want to do that. But then in willpower can only go it's not that far, you know? Yeah. But the habits or routine, whoa, you just, you know, it's in you. You don't even need to think about it. You just do it. So it is the way when I, because I enjoy cooking and because I like to cook and eat and, and it's like to share and that become a reward. So when you have this reward and good feeling about things, you don't think that's a chore. Like you become exactly. Exactly. something fun to do. Yeah. I mean, this is the approach I'm trying to build a habit for my client. See, mm. so you need to see the rewards not necessarily losing pounds or something like that. It's yeah. that connection. It's that the spiritual experience. Then you really like to have more. Mm. And, and you eat something you create. That's cool. That's why I love to go around to people's house. They have a young kids and yeah. I do cooking demo. I involve them to do a little thing. Oh, they just like, oh, so fun. They, my, their mother will say, oh, they're never going to eat like that. But tell you what, they ate it. Well, they <laughs> they do, said, oh, they I made do. it. Yeah, and yeah, so much fun. They want to eat it. So we, it just will be fun in there when you do anything. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think it, it is that fun element. And I noticed that, you know, with my little granddaughter now, it's like if you cook, if you grow the vegetables, you know, it's so much more exciting eating it because they've watched it grow and they've picked it. And then, you know, and if you do the cooking and they're involved in the cooking, you know, then you, you, you've owned a part of that. It's become something that you're delighted to have done or achieved or also to share with others, you know. And so yeah. that's right. I, I must admit, you could virtually measure the time difference if you've cooked that food you want to sit down at the table and then enjoy it all you don't want to race through it because you've put your heart and soul into that right whereas if you yeah. something quickly it's kind of like going well it didn't cost me anything emotionally or in my time I can quickly have it um, I thought that was a really interesting point you said before too that you know back in in Taiwan you would never eat when you're upset or angry and and that's exactly it we you know western culture I think just doesn't even think about that and there's plenty of times that you, you know I'll, you'll even say they'll people will say just eat anyway even if you don't feel like it because your stomach's in knots right you know and you kind of go that's a weird concept um, and it doesn't digest properly it definitely has um, a big effect on your digestion um, yep. Yep. when troubled you know and that must go all into that gut health and and the process yeah, yeah. and the, the recent study about the my body connection is the same thing like when we think about very like destruction or something in and very angry or something your cellular your biology change so yeah. a lot of things they can do but because that the mind or the emotions and they trigger, they don't go doing differently. So they lose the function, the proper functions to take care of that duty. And they have something trigger actually become very negative impact to our body. So that my body connection is, is very important. I think more and more people are aware of that. That's why a lot of those um, the therapies going on, actually they gain to the nutrition level other than you know, the combined nutrition level and also the mindset and the emotion mm. processing. So if even you think you, a lot of people smile, they look like they are okay, but deep down subconsciously or something, they might hurt badly. They just don't want to process it. But in the long run, those things will impact our body. Mm. So it's just, um, it's all together. It was just like, you know, but not because I like science, I go deeper and study. It's like, you know, in a, so many thousand years ago, people understand that because they are not that busy. They yeah. observe, you know, they are, yeah, they they are like, oh, what happened to me? You know, they kind of analyze things, but we're busy. Like, no, we just get a doctor a call and I got this symptom. How can I do? Right. But the symptom is just a symptom. The cause is totally inside. Yeah. And that need patience and need people maybe being through it before and lead other people through the process and they can finally realize, ah, I'm exactly. aware now I the problem like this is not because 
I just have the fever. It's because I got infection somewhere. So it, it is just um, the awareness process for us right now when we finally has time for other people have time to think or be alone, but also cause a lot of stress for because people never be alone and isolated this long. <laughs> and, and so I observe there is a kind of a, the awakening people, but I also have like very stressed people yeah. on this, um, you know, up and down balance scales, but there's a whole more and more people will be aware or awakening, then it can bring all the people more stress out up a little bit, and then we exactly. can still go up together. Mm. And un well said. And unfortunately, many people are just so busy or don't have that awareness until it suddenly matters. Um, you know, they suddenly get diagnosed with something or a relative will or their child will. And then they'll suddenly go, oh, what's your next thought? Well, what can I do? So, you you know, the medical model then says, is there a prescription for this or a treatment? But then most people then suddenly it makes them stop in their tracks and go, oh, okay, well, is there something in my diet that I can um, change or, or improve to help, you know, myself or my loved one, um, which is un unfortunate. And that's why it's so great to be having these conversations about, you know, that awareness and that balance and that consistency in what we do, because we don't want to wait till we've, we're completely fatigued or burnt out or we're not, you know, yeah. regenerating ourselves if we suddenly have a gash or, you know, whatever it is, or, or that we get a, a disease, which is unfortunately preventable, like, type two diabetes, for example. Exactly. Those chronic one is really related to the lifestyle. Yes, exactly. <laughs> when you look at the, you've had the both, you've had the Eastern diet and now the Western diet. Are there any things of the Western diet that you actually think are really great? Or do you actually think as a food scientist, you know, the Eastern diet actually had, has so much going for it? Well, I couldn't say which one is better because I think we need to combine them the way we do. For example, like in I growing up, we never has like raw food. Everything needs to be cooked and you know, so the texture and so some of the nutrition got lost. Yeah. Because some of the food you shouldn't cook it. Yeah. You should eat it raw. <laughs> but I think, you know, all this the the trial and error in the Western, they try to create different diets and something they discover something actually work. Like, you know, mm. the raw foods, like smoothie, those kind of like old thing brand together and then and drinking in certain minutes and you can preserve everything and absorb right away. That I think I have to credit the scientists water in the in the West, because in East we all think about eating raw is is um we believe food has its property. So some food is, is heating, some food is cooling. Right. So that yin and yang thing, so like if you are very hot and the people will give you something to cooling you down. Yes. So that can re achieve that uh, balance still. So in the Eastern way, I think all the raw food is too cold. So uh. they cool you down too quickly and you will feel your numb or something like that. And and I believe that is depends on how you feel. But the problem is the West because it got too much of the heated food. Right? Heat food is more like a meat, you know, grease, yeah. high protein. Those give you extra heat, right? Mm. And since majority Western diet is like that, yeah. so they definitely need some cooling, like a raw food recipe <laughs> to balance that. And I make it perfectly. And since I'm living the West so long, you know, I eat, more like Western diet. I still cook style, like Eastern style, but adapt to that, I can eat raw food. Mm -hmm. So it's really like, you know, where are you? That kind of thing. But I think the Western style of working and also very efficient. They don't really cut things too much. They just yeah. use the blender, pot down, right? I remember my mom, when she want to do some kind of dumpling, she would start with the veggie and chop, for like two hours or something, make sure they are all the same size and you know, all this nutritionary get out <laughs> from that process, right? Then the meat, so everything has so many time to stay. And it, it, I don't say it's not good because that's the tradition we do, but there's a reason 
they do that kind of thing. Mm. Right now, really, we need to focus on just eat right and eat, fit your body type and balancing your lifestyle. I think that's good enough. You don't need to be stick with on the East or, or the West. You need to find out who you are and what you best to adapt to certain diets so that's why i think i've become more aware about like yeah. possible like i can eat anything i can eat fast food i have no problem with it <laughs> but i don't stick with it and i don't have an emotional attachment with certain food i just oh right now i have only 10 minutes i'm starving and what i would do where it goes with the fruits or snacking i'm not going through burger because you only have a limited time you don't have a way to chew it to be very yeah, yeah. very and we just get something easy to digest and i can go with that just an apple or something like that yeah and so that's and kind think, of fun yeah and i think that's good for people to hear because they'll often think oh okay well, well maybe sunny has you know all this time and that's her job and she coaches people she's you know food food expert and and so therefore you do have the time and well i'm busy you know, raising kids, bits and pieces, but your journey has been challenging. You know, your journey has been that, you know, that you came to America and you have been a single mom and, and navigating the challenges of, and one of your children, um, I believe, has a disability. And so tell us how hard it is to try and, you know, navigate the reality that is life, busy life, you know, um, and then still trying to prioritize your food. Was there an awakening in that moment somewhere on that journey that made you think, you know, even though things are hard and challenging, I still need to make food the priority? Yeah, definitely. That's a journey for me. You know, my kids, I have to so guilty about it. Before they turn 10 years old, they are the chicken nugget and the frozen pizza kids. <laughs> McDonald's. They, that's all I have for them because I really don't have time to do a lot of things. Plus, I am kind of emerging the Western culture in that point. Mm -hmm. I'll think about, oh, my mob lifestyle, I cannot do that. Yeah. There's yeah. just too much work, right? So I'm kind of totally emerging to become Westernized, busy mom, you know, two mm -hmm. young kids, they only eat certain food. So I just give in for them to eat anything. But you mentioned about that, that turning point I have is um, I realized my youngest son has a terminal problem. Like the doctors say, usually preteen, they should be just gone. And he's 23 now. He's still strong. Wow. <laughs> so wow. I created a way to like that, that moment. I think if I'm not taking care of myself, who's going to take care of them as a single mom, right? If mm -hmm. their father is out of the country, I don't have any relative to live or close by. The only one is me and I'm stressed out at work. I'm overweight. I'm about 30 pounds more than I have in the time I'm working. And also I have no energy. Hmm. And I'm so stressed out about like, how I'm gonna do this in our single parenting, a terminal kids and another young boys. I mean, the three of us need to go through this hardship, right? Yeah. Thing I think I can do is just take care of myself. And I remember how my mom taking out, like how to care mm. for us. So I instill that desire and I really need to do it. And gradually, you know, I, I do something and I not force my kids to eat, but I said, this is what you have today. And they just look at that. <laughs> <laughs> they get it because they are still under your guidance, everything, right, in that time. So gradually they are good eater. And because my son's situation, he's in the G-tube anyway, so I don't even need to worry about yeah. what thing eat. So I just get the nutrition through his tube. And my older son, he's college graduate and, is, and working right now. And he still eat very junky, I have to say. <laughs> But sometimes he's lazy, you know, he, he just ordered a pizza to the door. I say, okay, you order pizza. This is about $20, you know, and you can save this. I have this meal, right? But I think they understand it. It's just a little bit associ associated emotionally with certain food. Yeah. So I, I'm guilty because I raised them that way. So they have this association with the, the chicken nugget and stuff like that. But I think they see what I change and what I've become. I lose a lot of weight. I have all this emotion stability. 
I can deal with all the challenges without stress out. Mm. And I also can really transfer everything into help others and make everybody around feel good about themselves. I think that energy would definitely influence them. Yeah. And oh, for sure. Young, with their family and they'll say, okay, I remember my mom, actually, she can cook this. Maybe I can too. Yes. We'll see. <laughs> you know, let's hope, let's hope those motherly truths sort of flow through to them. Uh, and I thank you for sharing that really honest story because I know many of the listeners will be sitting there going, yeah, oh, okay, well, uh, you know, that is, I, I can see it hasn't always been that way. You know, that's right, that you can, you, you've had times to, to think that you've had 10 years and just, yeah, living on junk food because it is the easy Band-Aid, isn't it? When you're busy and you're struggling and you're trying to do everything and raising kids by yourself, it's very easy to get that quick, fast fix. And therefore, for your kids, that will then just become automatic. So, you know, though, but it also encourages people to think, you know, you can change it anytime. It won't be easy um, and you can integrate it. It doesn't also have to be our sudden right. We're never going to McDonald's ever again in our life. You know, it's <laughs> like we don't need to be extreme about things. You know, we can actually go, okay, well, let's just start adding one healthy meal in, you know, then two, then three, you know, and that's it with your, um, with your son, your old, your son now, it's amazing that, you know, I'm sure he'll have times that he, in his life that he'll suddenly go, you know, he'll become a bit of a foodie, you know, he'll have that in his, in his mind that he's had both in his, his childhood and, and he'll, he will notice the differences. You've got yeah. a saying that you, you have called simplify to amplify. What does that mean? Well, exactly. That is a lot of people do need to have that simplified lifestyle. Um, what well, it's just like we make the life complicated. Mm. And now I realize uh, after all those challenges, something I realize life can be very simple if you want that way to be simple. But mm. most of this, we create this complication <laughs> doing that. And there's a two things I want to share the simplify to amplify is the access things actually become a burden, become the stressor. For example, if you have too much food mm. and your body actually don't like it, you think you have abundance in your body. So I can eat whatever I want, right? So you feel like you are so rich, you can have abundant choices to do things, but the opposite of your body actually not appreciate that at all. So I'm in this intermittent fasting regimen for about six months now. I only eat two meals a day and mm -hmm. I drink a lot of green tea and in the beginning, I just think about, well, I just give it a try, you know, because I'm busy. <laughs> Three meals a day is kind of wasting too much time, right? <laughs> so two meals, I think it's even, I, yeah, I can have whole morning without worry about food. And I just do things. Then I start eating something about two. Then I feel good. Then I can don't eat until like eight or nine. Well, I have a lot of time in between doing a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I recognize is the lifestyle. When you simplify things, particularly in the fasting situation, you do get a lot of amplification. You got a lot of energies, you lose weight and your body become more balanced because your body really appreciate that gap. When you eat too much continuously, your body don't have time to rest. Just mm -hmm. by I'm saying, like you have this like, you know, strong, relaxed, strong, relaxed routine that can really keep you keep longer. So while body is the same thing, if you keep them working, like people say, multiple snacking a day, you mm -hmm. never let your body rest. And mm -hmm. so they couldn't be amplified. They just like tired, right? <laughs> so you simplify, amplify for me. The first thing that I want to mention is the food. You can really simplify your meal plans and amplify your body, you amplify your biology. Mm. The other one is the mindset. Mm. Like I mentioned about you think too much of the past, worry about too much in the future. Like you always just like grabbing something and, and then you just don't have time to really just simplify yeah. now. Just Be do it. <laughs> you have a sweet lesson today, just do it. Then you don't worry about it. You know, when you're doing that, you focus, you don't really look you know, worry and, you know, regret thing because you need to have things done. And that's another one, the simplify and really, you couldn't get that three things done and tomorrow you got six things you have to get it done, right? And another that's nine things. <laughs> so you cannot really carry on anymore, but the simplify is just 
do that three thing. And tomorrow you only have a three thing. Mm. Even maybe you're done, you have a zero thing. So it's really amplify your feeling about your productivity and you're done. Mm. And you have more time to cook, right? <laughs> Do you exactly? Do you in, do you go looking for specific um, ingredients? Are there specific superfoods that you would say, gee, if you if you're simplifying, you've really got to focus on a few specific foods. Yeah, or the simplified way to find good food is go with the colors. Mm. I have a five color I follow, so every day I make sure I got five color in my diet. I don't need to worry about the calories and um the portions it's just like when you eat balanced diet with five colors from fruits and vegetable and good quality of the protein and that's good enough so my simplified menu for people is look your plates mm. or look for your drink everything you have five color that five color is purple red orange or green uh, orange or um yellows together and green and white mm. so white is like onion garlic turnips you know anything like a mushroom they are like yeah. no a lot yeah. of color and the purple is you know, blueberry eggplants grapes all that or blackberries they are darker colors and red you can have uh, tomatoes raspberry cranberries and the oranges be carrots you know pumpkin all the kind of thing so like people say eat around the rainbow that's exactly just go through those major <laughs> colors and done. There's no more like calculate the cal you know, calories and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I'm the scientist. I like to document, but when I have to document to eat, oh, huh. it takes all the pleasure, right? You're just like, oh, yeah. you know, I have to do this. <laughs> so it's no fun anymore. Right? When you do no fun thing, you cannot continue. That's just my rule. <laughs> so true. It's, it's a very common sense rule. So do you have a rainbow cookbook? that you, you should do. <laughs> well, I'm actually making my um, 21 day planners, everything all around the superfoods and in my coming program in 2021, I'm going to implement all these concepts and my life experience into a training courses or cooking lab. I have like twice a month cooking lab at my private Facebook group. And we will do three courses and like simple way, teach you how to shop. I choose to cook a long class. Mm. So I will send out the menu like, hey, I'm gonna do this and there's a shopping list and you sign up for it. Then we cook through Zoom mm. for two hours and they cook along. So when you have any question or concern, we can just interact and get those things because I'm not the one knowing everything. Maybe someone will say, oh, by the way, my grandma said that. They will just say, hey, yeah, yeah. let's figure out why. So it would be kind of like a mastermind a yeah. cooking lab and we can really help one another and get the better eating life so that is going to be happening but a lot of things my cooking there's no recipe yeah just like my mom <laughs> she never cooks like the just follow sunny just get to the facebook group and follow what sunny does <laughs> yeah i make video and it's really once you know the concept it's a freestyle yeah, which is great, isn't it? Really, that's, that's stress relief. That's exactly. really focus on the nature, focus on creation. And you don't really follow like step one, step two, because that's the other way. We have too many rules to yeah. follow. Yeah, so regiment. It's like, <laughs> exactly. What if I miss one little step or do it in the wrong way? It's like your grandma didn't care. She just threw it all together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you don't like discipline, you know, like a lot of chef cook network, they do this like high-end decoration thing. I say, who got time to do that? Come on, we just want to eat. <laughs> I, it looks beautiful and it looks good in the cookbook, but yeah. well, you no, can not, not for outside cooking. No, not for day to day. <laughs> and a few people might really be able to do that. And that's their choice. And well done for them. If that's, if they've got that time and priority, that's, that's great. Uh, yeah, but it's just a day to day. And I love what you're doing there in your group. So, you know, all your details will be on my podcast platform. People go and find Sunny because uh, a lot of that is just really good modeling. 
you know, what I'm hearing is, you know, you got that from your grandma and so you just know things or you fo- you followed, you know, whether you're consciously doing it or not, you, you, you were learning those tips. And so for someone who is now going to, to start the new year and go, okay, I've really got to start getting a few, few um, dishes out that, you know, aren't overly complex, but where do I start? It's a wonderful thing to be able to go, yeah, just sign on to the, onto the Facebook group and just do it together. And not only are you learning from the modeling of someone who just knows how to do it without all the steps, uh, you're also getting fun, right? You're getting engagement from the community. And so much of our eating is around that social element of actually doing and I, it. I do that in the weekend, so I don't limit how many people can join you. Yeah. So bring your kids, bring your grandkids. We can all have fun. Like they can see, they can witness what you do and they can see what other people do. We got this connection about food is so much community building thing mm. other than just like, you always say, who's going to cook tonight? I, I don't have time. I don't. <laughs> so start with one, two meals a week and gradually you will enjoy that. I guarantee that. <laughs> so for those people that you've met, what sort of examples of different awakenings? You had an awakening that you realized, you know, suddenly how did I go from loving my grandma's food and suddenly and realizing how great it was to 10 years later, why are we sitting here on junk food? And, and I have a child who needs, <laughs> definitely needs extra good nutrition. What other scenarios have you had with people that you've met, you know, in, in your line of work that have been those awakenings? Well, I have to mention about the restaurants. I know I'm not against restaurants because I run one before, but the mindset, I have to say this, the other one pushed me to be really awake to do what I want to do now is helping people to realize restaurant food is not for long-term. It's really just for the profits. And I don't want to say everybody's running restaurant focus on the money only, but based on what I see, <laughs> they really just want to quit. They don't have any emotion or gratitude or something in the food because the food, when we receive is with the energy with it too. Mm. So if you have somebody's never happy or they stuck in their life, they have to cook in order to pay the bill. That food is not really the good food. Mm. That's why, you know, mom and pop shop in the past, they love cooking. They like people come to their restaurant. They have fun. That's different. Mm. But you go to this drive-through or you go to this chain restaurant or like, no people on the, you know, just so stressed out. Don't eat those. <laughs> you can eat it like maybe two or three times a month, but you continue to eat at their energy when you, you know, it's all in you. And you, if you don't know how to process them, there's steak in there. Mm. So their anger, their anxious, their stress and your stress all added up by the food. You know, I'm not talking about like, huh? You're a scientist, right? But, <laughs> but it, is, it is really, you feel like when you eat somebody, hate, not, not happy and that food you eat, you will feel like drained. Because the energy mm. has been trend, and actually they are have therapy out there. They have this water, right? They just the water, but they get this kind of energy to the water, and you drink, and you can heal your this energy healer doing. Mm. So they remove, they they balance your stress by their energy to put it into something you eat or drink. Mm. So it's not only just a mystery; it's a science now. A lot of people do, and a lot of people know it worked for them. So just the simple level, the awakening for me once, because I wreck, like I run a restaurant, I see how stressful and how this budget and the planning can we do for restaurant runners. That's the only way they can survive. Just cook a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. The same way. Yeah. Same way. <laughs> they, they don't have like emotion with that food. They just want to finish it. Mm. And, and, and I think you can definitely do much better work, that kind of thing. I don't really think that's a good approach. Mm, mm. Of course, we need to aware, not only me have to do it, the family have to do it together. So I'm not only the chef, everybody is pitching and have something done. And that is, that is going to be great. Yeah. 
which is what it takes me back, you know, when, when our kids were young and everyone's, someone's setting the table, someone's chopping the vegetables, someone's doing a part of it, you know, it's, it's that sense of community that we're all involved in the dinner. Uh, you know, it is that, it is that um, t- having an awareness of, of, yeah, don't make things overly complicated, just simplify them, break it down. And it doesn't have to be, you know, super amazing. It just has to be, you know, enjoyable and good for you. For those who are thinking um, now they've got to start cultivating uh, a a more self-awareness in this area, what steps do you recommend they do coming into the new year? If you were going to approach January and say, okay, I've got to get healthier with my food and my cooking in January, and I've been living on pretty sad food, right? What advice would you have as they start cultivating that self-awareness strategy for their life? Well, maybe start with writing down what you're doing now. Mm. Like you can write it down, say, when I get up, what the, I, the first things I think, or what mm. things come into my mind, what is that? And when I brush my teeth, do I remember where to get my brush? Mm. You know, it, it's just like stop thinking everything you move you do things and how I get, get to work. Like, I don't remember I even turned on my cocky, but I was sitting in my work desk, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is all the autopilot thing. So write it down is a first, don't write it down what you want to do. Write it down what you're doing now. Mm. Again, it's now another feature in the past. Now what you're doing, observe every single thing, write it down if that's possible, or even just mentally pay attention what's mm. going on then do that at least two, three days. Mm. Then you will figure out, actually, I'm very aware. Like mm-hmm. I can actually remember, I get my khaki and I take, turn on my car and close the door, everything. I start remembering, I back out my car. Hey, I see the neighbor walking their dog. So those things really just kind of trigger you to pay more attention mm. to outside world first, right? But then that same training going on, and you go in inside and see what the I feel during the day. You know, you have emotion up and down. Everybody does. There's nothing wrong with it. It just so you need to see those flow. You don't judge them. I shouldn't feel angry. I should feel happy. You don't say should because that things just happen. You cannot really control them. So don't judge your feeling. Just observe them coming through so once you're getting that all oh, the goal on the new year coming in you need to make sense for yourself first like if you say okay i want this because that but that because of the why you need to go much deeper you mm. couldn't say you know i want ten thousand a month then people say and why and you say because i need it that's not the reason exactly <laughs> Go, yeah, deeper. I, I was told I have to go seven level, right? Go deep and then see, go to the really core of the why. And when you get to that clarity, then your goal become many makes sense to you. Then you yeah. know how to get there. Other than just jump through it, I want that, but you don't have strong why to push you going through. That's why, you know, this new year reservation will survive like one month, mm. usually, or less than that. <laughs> So if you don't have the clarity, you really cannot go that long. It's not a willpower problem. It's like the clarity. You don't really know why you want that. But once you get no very clear, 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 and also aligned with your soul and your lifestyle and everything just happened, right? You don't need to struggle with it, but the goal shouldn't be very solid because Mm. you're going to put your to fail again you feel like you know i'm not a good person because <laughs> that it's not it's not a goal to define you yeah it's how you find out what you want to do yeah exactly exactly well said well thank you so much for your sharing today it's been really helpful i think for me it's about sort of approaching january and going yeah well that's like let's let's think of for me it's about the why what result do i want what sort of energy do i want how do i want to feel and why do i want to feel that way because of the things that i love and and want to do you know because i'm i'm achievement focused and results focused so i kind of go okay well i want a healthy mind body and and 
soul so that I can do the things that I want to do. Then I'll then go, okay, so therefore, what do I need to eat? And if that is a priority, then it's almost like, you know, what's a tip right in that you actually are cooking dinner at a certain time every day. It's actually in the diary. Otherwise, you suddenly get to dinner time and you've run out of time and then you have to have something quick. So it's prioritizing it. It's, 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 Spending some time, I think, in the next few weeks of examining when you want a result, what are you doing, and are you making it a priority to get that result? And then I love your rainbow example. I think start looking at the different colors at the supermarkets, you know, start looking at those different foods, mixing it up, trying new things, and then just, you know, be curious, see the, res- see the result. What's the result? Do you feel better for it? You know, does it, does it have a, um, an impact on you and how, and, you know, and, and so experiment with new things. I think you've shown that, you know, you can mix things up and, and definitely those listening, you know, go along to Sunny's Facebook group. Um, what's your website? Have you got a website as well, Sunny, that you'd like to share? Um, it's not built yet, but it will be betterlifekitchen.com. But that website is not so better. Just find me on my profile on the Payment Sun or just um, check on, on my Facebook and join in. The right. Facebook title is called Simple Healthy Living. And that uh, the subtitle is Optimal Energy and Nutrition and Mindfulness the Stress Relief. Mm. And that is all the approach I'm going to help with my client because I know that's so important to go to the base mm. nutrition's energy mindset emotion everything need to be balanced then you practice the good habits consistently then really you can be the next level even without efforts mm. fantastic well everybody if you want some simple healthy nutrition find your way to uh paying sun and uh i will have all her details on my platform and yeah happy cooking everybody <laughs> I feel like you should post the results of your cooking on my Facebook page. Show me some of your foods and, and what you're making. And, and not only just the, the actual product, show me your smiles while you're eating it. You know, <laughs> have some more fun and laughter and sense of community around the meals that you're having. And I think that's where the joy is, right? It's, it's yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much, Annie, to have me tonight. And uh, really happy to be here. And I enjoy your Facebook group too. Such a great effort to put all the women together and with the global mindset. That's just so great you are doing. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Memoirs of Successful Women. You can find me at anniegibbons.com where you can download my free resources, get connected on social, and check out my online magic transformation program. If you love this show, feel free to subscribe to future episodes. And of course, share it with your friends. I'll see you again soon. And until then, happy podcasting.